Fight fans, welcome to another edition of Combat Planet. I'm Sergio Martinez, and as always, I'm joined by Mr. Mike Michael. Mike, how are you doing today? Uh, very well, thank you. Very, very well. Um, I hope everybody's good. I hope you're good, Serge, and everybody is uh, being safe. That's the main thing. Yep, that's what we're all hoping for everybody that listens here to Combat Planet. We appreciate it as well, Mike. Let's go ahead and get in as we've got a lot of fights that have already occurred uh, to talk about, to get perspectives on. And we'll jump right in here with a fight that we featured uh, on our last podcast, which was Jamel Herring. He went ahead and he uh, defeated Carl Frampton, Mike. Um, it was a stoppage. I believe you had predicted either uh, a late, either a unanimous decision or a late round stoppage. I think it was middle rounds here. I predicted a win for Herring, but not a stoppage. I didn't think he had the power. Of course, we both agreed that Carl Frampton, although a good career, Mike, overall, he really was a much better 122-pound fighter than he ever was at 126 and definitely not a 130. Um, not taking anything away from Herring. It was a good performance from him, Mike, but give me your take on what you saw from Herring and uh, Frampton. It looks like he's done, so you can give me some, I guess, some of your thoughts on his career. But uh, go ahead and uh, let me know what you thought of this fight. Uh, well, um, like we said last week, uh, I believe that we witnessed um, um, Carl Frampton grow old overnight, and we were looking at a shot guy to some degree, okay? That again, you know, Herring uh, put, a, put a, a, a decent performance together. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit of a fan, a fan of Herring, but, you know, he's not um, uh, an, an outstanding AAA fighter, okay, right? Um, but, you know, he, he did what he had to do. He, uh, he took Frampton out, which was, um, to be honest with you, I thought the fight was very easy for him, okay, right? Frampton was just uh, there to be hit like a punch bag. And let, let's face it, Serge, as we both know, Herring doesn't have the fastest of hands either, okay, right? And he was, like, hitting this guy at will, more or less. So, you know, um, I'm glad to see that Frampton realised that he was done. But, you know, that might be a, a premature um, uh, uh, quote, what he said, okay, or decision. Because I think, you know, if uh, if they're going to they're gonna start throwing some money at him now, and uh, he'll be used as a, as a name guy for up-and-coming guys. And uh, that's what I think is going to happen. And I think he'll make a few bucks doing that, okay? But as I said last week, Frampton is not my favourite fighter in the world, okay? And... Um, you know, I, I I was kind of rooting for Herring, and uh, I think what we suspected, Herring proved us right, and it's goodbye Carl Frampton to some degree. His career's over, in my opinion. No, I agree, Mike. I do. Now, I'm going to throw some names out here, Mike, to you, because they were obviously with Herring that he picked up a belt, you know, but um, again... He's an older guy, very well conserved, don't get me wrong. And I'm not taking anything away from Herring. I think he's one of these guys that shows up. I think he works hard. I think he preserves himself well. But he was throwing out some names that he wanted to. He wants to face. For me, Mike, from what I saw, um, I mean, Herring is not even... It, they're two different stratospheres of fighters. So I'm going to throw a, three names at you here. Um... So we're going to start with Oscar Valdez. I think he's the top 130-pounder, in my opinion, right? Um, and then I'm going to throw Miguel Berchelt because he's going to need a comeback fight. He's still very formidable. And then I'm going to throw one of the new kids out there, not my favorite guy, but he can fight, Shakur Stevenson. Give me your take on those three names and if Herring could beat those three names. How would those fights go? Uh, Oscar Valdez would knock TKO Herring, okay, just too much of a, uh, an up-and-coming fighter, too much ability all round, okay, and he would take Herring out because Herring doesn't have the speed, okay, to withstand what um, Valdez will provide on that, on, on when he fights, okay, it's just, it's very, very clear, okay, so that, um, but Chell, I think that's a that's a bit of a meat grinder fight, Sergio. But I think okay. it's an evenly I think it's an evenly matched fight. Okay, so 
Um, I think that would be quite entertaining because these guys are what they are. Okay, um, Stevenson, as we know, doesn't doesn't carry any kind of pop. So um, I think that would either be a late stoppage. I keep going for these late stoppages, Sergio. Have you if you've uh, if you understood what's going on here? Every week I keep put, I keep predicting a late yeah. stoppage. You know what I mean? You know you like I those late stoppages be, for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, with, with Stevenson, I think possibly, it, and I say possibly because he just can't punch. Okay, a late stoppage, but definitely a points decision, unanimous points decision. Um, I think the only guy that he's got, you know, reasonable ch- chance of um, of winning, okay, is against Pachel. Okay. Okay, Mike. Now, what about Richard Comey? Could you see him beating Comey? No, nah, Comey would knock him out, Sergio. Comey's yeah. a very good fighter. Comey Com- yeah. is very strong. He's got very, very underrated boxing ability. He can really punch. And forget the fight against Lopez, because L- Lopez is, you know, a five-star fighter. And he's, he, showed, he, showed us, he showed us that, okay, right? Um, he's, he's probably, he's probably the, the, the most feared guy in the division. And I think... Uh, if, if 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 Herring decided to fight Comey, uh, Comey knock him out within five rounds. Yeah. Okay, Mike. So yeah, so Herring really he doesn't really have anywhere to go. Is the point that I was trying to make. We'll see how that works out for him. And no, again, he doesn't. Sir, he doesn't, Serge. He's, he's he's in a he's in a no man's land, isn't he? Really, you know what I mean? He's got to cash himself out. If he's got good management, then he should go for go. You know, put his belt on the line and. Uh, Try and get as much money as he can because he's he's only going to lose it to somebody for peanuts. You know what I mean? If he doesn't. Yep. Yeah, and he can't even go up to thirty-five, Mike, either, because there's a bunch of monsters there, also. You know, so he's just in one of those. Again, nothing wrong with Herring. He's a he's a lunch pail guy. He comes to work. He's got reasonable skills. He's just he's in an era where the junior lightweight and lightweights is like stout, Mike. You know, so we'll yeah, see how yeah, it works yeah. out for him. So, okay, moving on here, Mike. Uh, after last night, actually, we had a Joe Smith Jr. Everybody knows Joe Smith as, you know, the guy that knocked Bernard Hopkins, you know, out of the ring pretty much. And he's got some, actually, some good wins, Mike. He's one of these, you know, again, lunch pail guys, right? He he went um, down the wire with Maxime Vlasov yesterday, Mike. Uh, Vlasov, not too many people know him here. I did get to check out some of his fights on YouTube. and on. He's actually not a bad fighter, Mike. Um, no, nowhere, not a, like a legitimate world class guy, but he's he's rugged. He's got some reasonable boxing skills and all that. Smith started out fast, looked good early, then started to fade in the middle rounds, but came uh, came on l- late, Mike, in the championship rounds to secure his win. He picked up, uh, I believe it was a vacant WBO light heavyweight title, and it was a majority decision, and it was a hard fought majority decision. Um, so. Uh, tell me what I mean. I know you know Joe Smith. Not I'm not saying personally. Maybe you do or not. But I know that uh, one one of your fighters shared a stable with him. I think at one point when when he was still coming up or whatever. Very heavy, heavy-handed guy. Good chin, like good work ethic. Um, just limited, Mike. So in that light heavyweight division, tell me uh, what you thought of the fight yesterday, and where does Joe Smith Jr. go from here? Well, you know, first of all, I'm very happy for Joe Smith, and I do know him. Very, very nice guy, Sergio. Um, he, he's just a lovable, a lovable guy. This guy could have been a fireman, a policeman. Uh, and, you know, um, he's that kind of mentality, the all-American all, all, the all New York boy, as they say. You know what I mean? Um, great kid. Great, great kid. Okay. Um, I was very, 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 very pleased for him. Um, he's had a, he's, as you know, he's had a tough career. Okay, uh, he's uh, performed and excelled far above whatever everybody else thought he could do or produce. Okay, and I I thought that he that was a much much deserved win. Okay, and he became, he's, he's a surprise a lot of people. He's become a world champion now. Okay, so. That'll make Joe DeGuardia very, very happy, okay? Because uh, he need he Joe DeGuardia needed somebody to produce something like that, okay? Because you know, let's face it, uh, 
uh, Joe DeGuardia doesn't really have that many fighters anymore. Okay, uh, yeah, well, I, was, I should say he's got fighters, but he yeah, doesn't have uh, too many world-class fighters. So, um, Joe Smith did a great job, okay. Um, I do agree with you, because I did see the fight. He faded in the middle rounds, okay. I think that if um, if he would not have faded in the middle rounds, again, I'm going to go I'll go for my favourite thing. I think he could have got a late TKO, Sergio, Okay, but <laughs> but um, but um, you know he, um, he, he obviously I don't know maybe during that week he went to work on a building site or something. Who knows with his kid? Okay, because that's what he does. Okay, but um, we can't take anything away from his opponent. Okay, because his opponent, uh, re- I didn't really know that much about him to be honest with you, but. That was a tough guy, Sergio. That was a tough yeah. dude, right? And he, you know what? He reminded me of one of those bruisers of the 50s, 1950s style fighter. You know what I mean? That, you know, yeah, mate. He could box too, Mike. He could. Yeah, he could yeah, box. yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, but he just kept coming, didn't he, Sergio? Just kept coming and kept coming. And, you know, and he really made Smith work, who, as we know, as, you know, Joe Smith's skills uh, are not, you know, the best, best skills. They're decent. But they're not something that could be uh, that could uh, have the, he would have had the skills to deal with the to deal with the guy that he was fighting. The guy just kept coming and then uh, uh, mixing a little bit of boxing, okay, right? And it was like really effective. And if Joe never came on in the last two rounds, okay, right? I think it could have been either a draw. Or the other guy would have won it. You know what I mean? But um, but you know, well done to Joe. Well done to Joe Smith. Okay, a very, very much deserved world title, and I wish him the very best because he's a good guy, Sergio. Very, very good guy. Mike, so real quick here again, limited guy knowing all that. If you want to, I mean, the money's got to have to be with him to unify. He's got a reasonable following in the yeah. New York area, you know. So, yeah, what, I'll tell would, you, I, would you would you I'll throw him? You. I'm gonna throw. Go ahead. I t- Go ahead. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I was. My next thing I was going to say was, um, perfect guy for who's my favourite super middleweight. Who's my favourite super middleweight? Sergio. Who's my favourite super middleweight? Oh, David. Go, uh, you you would yeah, love to. You'd love to. Yeah, yeah. David Benavides. That, yeah, you're perfect. You're on, you're, per- yeah. <laughs> perfect. Perfect world title fight for David Benavides, okay? How much better can you get than that? You know what I mean? Because where is, yeah. where is, where is Joe Smith going to go to make any decent money? Nowhere. Yeah, I mean, Mike, where, where, look, Arthur Benavides said that he would fight Joe Smith to unify the titles because Benavides well, got two of the... Yeah, so what, what, what would be the bigger money fight for Joe Smith? Would it be David Benavides or Benavides? Well, better be if he's not a draw, is he, Sergio? He's just a very strong fighter that's very dangerous. But you know, he doesn't, uh, you know, put put bums on seats or sell pay per view or give get big viewership, does he? I mean, that's the reality. David Benavides, okay. though, is a young, flamboyant guy. He's a two-time uh, like uh, super middleweight champion. Okay, he brings a resume to the table. Okay, so you know. Uh, 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 but Biev can have can have ten belts. It doesn't matter. Nobody knows who the hell he is. You know what I mean, Serge? That's really okay. that's really the bottom line. But David, okay, building up to that fight, he's going to make a real meal of that promotion of that fight. David Benavides, okay. And let, and I let me and ask I, you this, Mike. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Let, sorry, let me ask you this: Who, if you're Joe Smith, his Obviously, you're going for more money, too, but you also want a winnable fight. Which one is a more winnable fight? Benavides, Bivol, or David Benavides? Yeah, Joe Smith will get knocked out against Bivol. He will get knocked out. Okay. Absolutely. He, and, and, and he'll get knocked out brutally. Against Benavides, he, he'll get he'll get would or knocked out, but it won't be a grueling, you know, meat grinder beating. It won't be a beatdown. Bivol will give him a beatdown, Sergio, you know what I mean? He's too strong. What about Beravieff? Beravieff will also uh, beat him down pretty much, you think? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely, Sergio. Okay. So you, so definitely the better fight and the bigger money fight, in your opinion, is, is, is David Benavides. He actually yeah, wouldn't that. embarrass himself in there. 
big uh, um, uh, situation where the networks can, can put some money on the table, okay, because this kid's going to, you know, wants to be a two-weight division champion, okay, he's not a full-blown light heavyweight, so Joe Smith, as we know, will come to fight, and he's not going to get, you know, battered in that fight, uh, like, or, or let, let's say that he, he'll get battered, but he won't get a beatdown, Sergio. Yeah, no, but he won't get yeah. he won't get a beatdown, Sergio. The other guy is going to give him a beatdown. You know what I mean? A massive, massive, yeah, massive yeah. beatdown. You know? And yeah, because uh, yeah, Bivol and Beravier are much naturally stronger than than David. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and how much more money do you think he's going to be able to get to fight for two belts against that guy? Instead of fighting Benavides, the other guy is an unknown. He's just, he's he's uh, he, he may as well be fighting in the middle of the Sahara Desert. The other guy, no one gives a damn about him, do they, Serge? Come on, I mean, uh, no, 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 but but, but no, that's, no, it's the, true. that's it's true. the reality. That's the reality. The reality is is that who is this guy? But Benavides, okay, the networks know him. He's a Latino, okay. He's 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 been shooting his mouth off about you know. Uh, um, uh, Canelo, you know, two-time former world champion. Okay, I mean, it, it, uh, you, you can take that to the networks and, you know, combined with Joe Smith's popularity, okay, that's, that's a pretty big, that's a pretty big uh, event, that is, Sergio, to be honest with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Seriously. No, that's you, fair. You, no, no, that's you, fair. Because that, that, that can even be staged in Las Vegas or it can be staged at the Garden in New York. You know what I mean? You know? And, no, you're right. And, yeah. You know, the, the other guy, I mean, so what? He's going to fight, you know, Joe Smith's going to fight, he's going to get a beat down from a really strong, you know, fearsome puncher, you know, but nobody cares about it. You know, who is this guy? I mean, I mean, does the other guy speak English? I don't even think he probably speaks English or not. You know what I mean? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. But, yeah, I like I like Joe Smith Jr., Mike. I like stories like yeah. that, so I, I yeah. wish him yeah. the best, you know. Yeah, definitely, definitely, so I hope definitely. He, yeah, he, he he owns like a tree cutting business, and he actually works it. He's one of the guys out there cutting yeah. trees all day. That ain't oh, even Oh, yeah, work, yeah. You know what well, I mean? Well, that's why I, so, I said to you, that's why I said, what did he do uh, in the week? Was he on a building site? Was he cutting trees? Because that's why he faded in the middle in the middle rounds. Okay, you know what I mean? Because yeah. this, this, this guy works a 10-hour day, you know what I mean? So, perfect fight, perfect fight for David Benavides. Uh, David Benavides, if you or your management team is listening to this podcast or you ever get a chance in, very, very, in the not-too-distant future, go and fight Joe Smith. Tell your promoters and your managers to make that fight. Step up to light heavyweight and you'll be a new champion. Yep, we'll see, Mike. Like I tell you, yeah, we'll see how that goes. That would be a good fight, Mike. So, moving on here, um, Jaron Ennis, Boots Ennis, right? The mo most people know him better by Boots Ennis. He's a Philly product, Mike. Yesterday, he picked up the biggest win of his career against Sergey Lipinets. Um, Lipinets was supposed to be a big test for him. He's uh, Lipinets is one of these guys that has been in there with some tough competition, good record. Overall, decent skills. I'm not high, high on Lipinets, but, you know, um, the, the rest of the boxing world does seem to be, Mike. So, at the end of the day, um, it was a good win for, for uh, Boots. Um, but my question to you is, I'm sure you saw the fight. Um, in this, I, I think, if I remember correctly, and you obviously you'll correct me quickly if, if I'm wrong, I think that you do, you like Boots in this, right? Correct? Overall? As far as a fighter goes, I might be confusing him with someone. He's got decent power, Mike. Um, he's got reasonable boxing skills. He's young. He's 23. Um, and he's, he's, he's big. You know, he's big for the weight. He's 5'10", 5'11", Mike. So tell me what you thought of, of the performance. And same question, where does, where does Boots go from here? Well, you got him confused with somebody else. I mean, it's not that I don't like him. And it's not that I do like him, okay? Is it's, it's it's, it's going to be a typical Philadelphia fighter that, you know, all the Ennises end up the same, the same way ultimately is they bring them up, they, um, they give them a, a great undefeated record to a certain level, then they just get very overconfident. They step them up and they get, and they get annihilated. That's what happens to all the Ennises, okay? Um, I don't know why they do that. 
But you know, all the anuses they're they're very uh, notoriously known for getting themselves knocked off. Okay, now lipinets, we all know, okay, is just a durable, you know, shell of a fighter, isn't it? Right, that's all he that's all he yeah. really is. Okay, right. Yeah. So. So it was a respectable win. I wouldn't say an outstanding win against a fighter that he was supposed to beat, okay? Because he, he really didn't really have um, uh, a, a stern, let's use, let's use this terminology, a stern enough test to show what he really has, okay? Because, you know, he's getting up there in fights now, in 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 uh, in today's uh, in today's uh, amount of fight fight amounts, okay, right. So, you know, it's time for him to step it up. Um, that was, I would say, a respectable win. He took care of the guy. Um, well, that's all I can say, Sergio. A respectable win, but um, I, <laughs> I, 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 I I I I can't see the Ennises. This kid Ennis, okay, uh, winning a world title because the um, the weight division is just too too stacked for him, okay, absolutely too stacked. Yeah. And yeah. He, and don't forget, Sergio, he's got that Philadelphia fighting mentality as well, okay, right, which is it can be bad, it can be good, okay, right. So um, I don't, I don't know, man. I mean, I mean, I don't know. He, I, I, I'm, I'm I'm still kind of like warm to cold with this kid at the moment. You know what I mean? He's got to yeah. he's got to, he's got to have a, a, a fighter that is uh, reasonably equal. Oh, put reasonably equally matched. Not equally matched, but reasonably equally matched. That's going to show us what this kid's really got. Lipinets, okay. We both know from his previous fights. He's he's, uh, he's he's been he's been around the, around the block a few times. He's taken some severe beatings. Okay, even when he's winning, he's taken some severe beatings. So, you know, I mean, the guy the guy is like shot worn, isn't he? The, the Lipinet surge, you know. Mike, I'll tell you, I'll tell you who I would like to see Ennis in there. He's also shot worn. Kid, well, he's had a resurgence recently, but he's you know he's got the potential to grow old overnight, but if he if if his resurgence continues and Ennis could pull it off, which I don't think he could, I would like to see him in there with Josecito Lopez next. You know, Josecito Lopez is one of these guys that is gonna take you to hell. Um, and if he if he's like, cause he's looked good the past two three fights against good opposition, Lopez. I'm talking about Lopez. Right. So I think I think that a fight between them two would kind of be like a solidifier for each of them. To see where they're at, as far as that goes. What do you think of that fight? And do you think that Ennis could take down someone like Josecito? Well, with the record that Ennis has at the moment, he should have have boxed somebody like Lopez three fights ago. To tell you the truth, okay, right? So he should, by all rights, be able to really take care of business with Lopez, which I don't think he will. I think he may win the fight. But I think it's going to show us, Lopez is going to bring out the best and the worst of this guy, okay, right? You know, because, you know, when this guy comes in against somebody that keeps coming like Lopez does, and it goes into the later rounds, okay, it's going to be make or break, okay? And that's when we see what Ennis really is, okay? And at this moment in time, his record doesn't suggest that he's anything, does he? Except an undefeated kid with a little bit of a, you know, a... a a record that's that's been carefully matched to some degree, okay? Which is nothing wrong with that. Everybody everybody does that, Sergio. So you know, I'm not. I, I mean, I've done that before as well with some of my yeah. fighters. So you know, I'm not going to yeah. uh, chastise a kid for that, okay? Right. But what I have, what I have done, and what they have not done, is I steadily um, uh, upped the the level of of opposition appropriately okay during the development of my fighters you know uh development at certain stages when it should be stepped up i don't think that this kid how many, how many fighters does Ennis have now just remind me again sergio 
Ennis has 27 fights, Mike. 25 right. of those ending by knockout. Okay, 25. So show me one person on that record that has any substance. Other, yeah, I mean, mm. Lippin Yetz was the one that had the closest to substance. That was it. Yeah, no, that's so. it. That's that's it. So he basically he's been fighting the journeyman fighters, blowing them out. Okay, uh, he's he's got you know a ninety five percent you know KO record, ninety seven percent KO record. Okay, right. We don't they don't know if he's got good chin. You don't know if he can uh, uh, fight ten hard rounds. Okay, so there's a lot of question marks around this kid. Okay, right. So um, um, I, I mean, I, I sound like I don't like the kid, and, and that's not true. I, 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 it's not that I don't like the kid. It's just, again, it's a typical Philadelphia way of doing uh, things for their fighters, okay? Then when their fighters actually do have to deliver, after all this time, after building the record up, they can't because they haven't developed them properly. He probably has more harder sparring sessions than what he has fights, this guy, you know what I mean? To be honest with you, you know what I mean, Sergio? Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So... So I, I I think that he should beat Lopez, but I don't think it's going to be pretty, and I don't think it's going to be easy. Okay, so I do agree with you. that's a very good fight for this kid. Very good fight, you know. Yep, yep. I think that it is, Mike, and I think for Lopez because he's on a resurgence. I also think if he can knock off a guy that's undefeated, regardless of Ennis's like uh, resume, I think it, it it helps Lopez too. So it's a good fight for both of them. So, yeah, yeah, another fight again. Another fight that I would suggest, if you know, if this kid is like, you know, the best thing to slice bread because that's what the probably you know the, the, the all of the all of Philadelphia is getting really high on this kid. Throw him in with Jesse Vargas. You know what I mean? Throw him in with that guy. Yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah, Jesse Vargas. He's one of those. He's not a big on pop, but he's a durable guy. He can box. Yeah, that would but, be a good the, one. But, too, but, yeah. but, the, but the problem, the problem is, Sergio is Ennis. Doesn't doesn't mean anything to TV. He's probably had all these fights yep. in Philadelphia, in Philadelphia or Atlantic City. You understand what I mean? So he don't mean nothing. The kid doesn't have any value. He doesn't bring anything to the table apart from from a record with a high KO percentage record. And this kid needs to go on Showbox. He needs to go on ESPN. He, you know, he, but he needs to be consistently on these uh, on these types of TV channels. Okay, right? And then and then they're going to match him appropriately and that's what these guys you know are are uh, avoiding that's what that's what I, that's what the record says to me you know so that's what it says to me the record yeah uh, you know so 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 in order for, the, for him to fight Josecito Lopez or Jesse Vargas okay he's got to be able to command some money and they're not going to give him any money he's going to you know and he'll, he'll take the short end of the stick and who's going to pay for it, Sergio? What network is going to put up that kind of money to fight these two guys? Because Lopez and Vargas are not going to come in for nothing for cheap, are they, Sergio? They're not coming in for cheap. Not against a 97% no. punch. Not against a 97% puncher. You know what I mean? You know? Yep. No, absolutely, Mike. And, you know, we'll see how he progresses again. I'm not really high on this, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Before we move into the main fight, Mike, just a couple of things. Last night, uh, Imantes... Staniosis, I'm probably uh, killing his name, but he's a former uh, European uh, world champion, amateur champion. He's Lithuanian. You know, he's kind of an up-and-coming guy, Mikey. He had a good win yesterday over Thomas Delorme. Not Delorme, not the biggest, you know, deal anymore, obviously, Mike. But overall, of course, Delorme did the Delorme thing. Started off great, started to fade in the middle rounds, and then basically took a beating at the end. So it was a good win for. Stani, Staniosis, Neosis, whatever. I'm totally murdering <laughs> right. him. Right, you know? okay. But yeah, but but this guy's a former Olympian and everything, Mike. Um, so he's somebody to look out for. I just want to mention his name before we yeah, get into Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I saw the fight, Serge. I saw that fight as well. Two amateurs, Serge. It needs a lot of work. Two, two amateurs. Yeah, Mike. Yeah, but it was a good win overall. You know, Delorme, yeah. again, he's a sharp fighter, but it's a good win for him. Yeah, yeah, good win, but you know, the, the, I wasn't highly excited with this other kid. You know, I, mean, I just wasn't. You know, I, I don't think he can get rid of the uh, the bad habits, the bad amateur habits that he's got. I think he, I think he's going to carry them, carry them through all of his career. You know what I mean? You know? Yeah, yeah. So moving on here, Mike, real quick. Now to the main fight that that I really want to talk about, Mike. Um, I think it's. Uh, you know, it was a, a good win for him. Now, I'm going to preface it with saying 
that, and I'm talking about Connor Ben, uh, uh, son of a legend, right, of a king, if you will, Nigel Ben, a boxing king, his dad, uh, and he had a impressive um, knockout stoppage of Samuel Vargas. Now, here's the caveat with this, on this one that I will say is, because it has to be acknowledged. Yes, Vargas is one of these guys. I think he took um, Virgil Ortiz Jr., outstanding, you know, welterweight. Uh, we talked about him recently. Um, right. He took him like six or seven rounds, and he's been in there. He's lost every time he stepped up. I'm talking about Samuel Vargas. Right. right. But he's right. always been tough, Mike. He's one of these guys that's very durable. He can. He knows how to fight. Um, he, he does, you know, he, he goes in there and he works. Let me just tell you, the losses that he has are against Earl Spence Jr., okay, Danny Garcia, against Amir Khan. He lost against Lee Coyazo, which, you know, in 2019, that doesn't really mean anything for him, but uh, Virgil Ortiz, and then now Connor Ben. So, again, and the Virgil Ortiz loss was in July 2020, so it's pretty recent. Um, he did take a beating in that fight, though. So this might have also been a thing, not taking anything away from Conor Ben. This may be a thing that Vargas is just already battered and shot worn. But still, Mike, it was a big name from the biggest name up to now. More importantly, I want to focus on Ben's performance. To me, Mike, he looks better just overall. He has a very limited amateur career other than his father being a boxing legend. You know, um, he has the son, very limited amateur career. But he seems to have, because his father was ferocious, as you know, Mike, you know, and he seems, Connor seems to have that ferociousness to him. Very confident, very strong guy, Mike. Tell me what you saw uh, last night from Connor Ben. What was your takeaway over the Vargas win, if anything at all, because it was such a short fight? But what did you see? Well, um, uh, let let, let me give it to you in another way, okay? Uh, I was very impressed. In in Connor's fight against Familia, the fight previous to that, okay, I think I think I think he's coming into himself, okay. So he's only twenty four years old, and I think that 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 the Familia fight gave him so much confidence in his boxing ability that now he's got that under his belt and he knows that he's able to perform technically. I think now you're seeing the ferociousness and the terror, the terror that he produces, okay, right? Because um, I've got to say something, Sergio, that that was uh, a chilling, it was a chilling performance because when the shots started coming in, it really, it really truly did remind me of how his dad used to take care of business, okay, right? And, and, I'm, and, and I'm not making a comparison between him and his father, but it, it it gave it sent it sent the same the same um, atmosphere the same environment. Once he got going, I'll tell you, Sergio, that guy is lucky that the referee jumped in because he was going to get KO'd, lights out for a count of fifty. Okay, right? That's what was going to happen to that kid, right? Okay. So I I I, I believe that that Connor is the most improved fighter. Okay. Uh, in the UK, and I think he gets, I would say, because it's a, because it's a, I was a first round knockout. I can only give him eight out of ten for that, okay? But it, it's an eight eight out of ten with a with an A with an A rating, okay? Let's put it that way, okay? And I think that he's only going to get better. I think now that he understands that he has power but knows how to deliver the power because I was looking at his stance, I was looking at the weight distribution, I was looking at how he was switching his shots from, you know, straight right hand and go coming in with an uppercut, okay, looking at what he was doing because before he, before he used to smother the, the opponent, now he's got the correct distance in, okay. I think he's going to be a hell of a handful, but... What they cannot do is get too overly excited at this moment and, uh, you know, extend this kid where, and take him into fights that he shouldn't be in because of the excitement that they feel that they, because they saw the, these, uh, the familiar fight 
and the Vargas fight, okay? He's still learning. He still has limited amateur experience. It's coming. It's all coming together, okay, right? And one thing I did agree with Eddie Hearn, okay, I think he should fight for the European title. I think he should do that, and I think that he should uh, fight for the Commonwealth title. So, if he's, so uh, uh, and then, uh, I'm not sure, did, did he win, has he won the British title? I don't think he has. No, he has not. So, what he should do, what Eddie Hearn should do, because they've got time on the side, because he hasn't matured yet, he's not, he hasn't got his full man strength, they should try to get him the British, European and Commonwealth titles, which not a lot of British fighters have achieved this, and I think that that will uh, develop him, mould him, okay, uh, against the right level of opposition before they start thinking about, you know, putting him in with... Um, um, uh, what's the guy? They, what's the guy they were talking about last night? Last night, putting him in with, uh, oh my word, Kel Brook beating for the world title search. What's his name again? Um, you know, you know who I'm. Mean. I can't. My, we, no, we I always, know what you're talking we, about. We, we, we always get stuck on. We always, we always get. Uh, yeah. What's his name? Um, what's the kid's name? He's very durable, Sergio. He always goes a distance. Kick, uh, well, but let, let me throw. It. Let me throw a name at you, Mike. We just talked about him. What about Boots Ennis? Can he can can Connor Ben beat Boots no, Ennis? No, you don't need a fight like that. You know why would you put him in with a ninety-seven percent puncher? Okay, right. You don't need that. It doesn't okay. mean that. Doesn't mean nothing. He needs to establish. What about you guys? What about Danny? What about Danny Garcia? Would you no, take that fight? No, 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 no. no? Forget okay. about all of that. Forget all about about all of that. <laughs> forget, forget about all okay. of that. I, I tell you, I tell you the fight I would take for him. It's either Kill Brook or Amir Khan that I would take. But okay. they're not going. They won't okay. fight him. They won't fight him, Sergio. They won't fight him because but, they ha they have no upside. They can't make the money with it. Okay, right? With that, with uh, of course. Connor, what, Connor what about what about Jose? What about Josecito Lopez? Would you throw him in there with no, Josecito Lopez? No, 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 <laughs> he's, he's, he's not. Listen, listen, we're talking about a kid that had, you know, twenty five amateur fights and has had a couple of good wins now against. Yeah, de de decent, decent opponents. That's what they were. Decent opponents. Okay, right. That's why I say yeah. we can't, we can't get too excited with Connor. You've got to take your time. Okay, he needs to go pick up the British title, pick up the Commonwealth title, pick up the European title. Okay, right. Against opposition that they can carefully select for him as learning fights. Okay. Maybe, the, you know, he won't take them out earlier. Maybe he will, okay, because that's what they did with his dad, okay? <coughs> Excuse me. That's what they did with his dad, okay, right? And then you start looking at, you know, who's who's around that, that way. You know, talking about Adrian. He was able to talk about Adrian Broner. And except Adrian Broner is far, far too experienced for Connor. You know, I mean, you can't um, uh, talk that kind of nonsense. It's not that Connor doesn't have a chance of beating him. Okay, he's not ready for him yet. Okay, he's not he's not a finished guy. That means Sergio, he's in a work in progress. So you can't get over zealous, over excited. Okay, and uh, start talking about you know fighting guys that, that you shouldn't be fighting because you're not ready for that yet. When you're ready, you'll beat these guys, but you're not ready yet. You know what I mean? You know. So yeah, I I I feel and what I saw was. Tremendous improvement with a guy, okay, right? Tremendous improvement. I saw a, a very, very big vicious streak in him, like his father used to have. I think it's all going to come out, but you've got to let it come out now. You've got to allow it, allow it to be molded to for him to have that kind of intention when he goes in the. You know, if he goes in and has you know grueling meat grinder fights, okay, and they. And they over uh, overmatch him, okay, because they see that he's got power. They see that he's got this. He's got his boxing skills have improved a little bit, but he doesn't have the experience, okay. He's only had had seventeen amateur fights, and uh, excuse me, seventeen pro fights and twenty amateur fights. That's thirty-seven fights in all of his career, entire life, okay, right? You know what I mean? So, and so, why would you start talking nonsense? Okay, when the kid is on his way, let the kid leave the kid alone. Let, let, let him work. Let him 
let him focus, let him, let him stay dedicated to prove to everybody that he's not in the shadow of his father and he is his own fighter, he's making his own name, okay, right? But let him do it the right way. And I agree with Hearn. Hearn said, I think we should get him a European title fight, okay? And I think that's that's where they should be focused on now, okay? On the European at the European level of getting and even there, Sergio, even there, there are some hard guys at European level, so they've got to be careful even even by doing that as well, okay? So they probably should try to make a fight for a European title against another British domestic fighter. That's what I would do. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, he's, yeah. already, he's already started to get in the, the TV viewership because the Brits, you know, they like they like what they saw last night. Okay, he's uh, he's doing main events now. Okay, so he's he's partially on his way. Okay, We're, and he's a kid that's not fully developed. So why why yeah. why do why do you want why do you want to go and risk risk something like that that you're developing? By getting overzealous and making the wrong moves. No, he, he needs to cut everyone. Needs to calm down with him. Let the kid develop. Help him out. He's a very dedicated kid. What I've what I've understood, right? Okay, you know he uh, trains like a crazy man. Weighs all his food. You know he lives a life. Okay, right? Of a fighter, a proper fighter. So if if you've got somebody that's corpor- as cooperative as that. Then you take your time with him. He's like 24 years of age, Sergio. Only 24. But you yeah. know, but the but the, the the performance that he showed was menacing. It was it was terrorising. Okay, and it was awesome. It was awesome the way he put his punches together. But having said that, okay, right? He put his punches together against an old warhorse in Vargas. Yeah. That as that as you know has been worked over you know quite a few times. On his way to the Ben fight, you know, so uh, you know, so um, you know, there, there's still some question marks there, okay. And I don't mean that in a bad way, Connor. If you listen, if you're going to ever listen to this, okay, right? I'm only I'm on your side, and I and I I know how to develop a fighter, and I know what you need, son. And what you need is what I just outlined. So don't let anybody else tell you any different, okay? So that's basically that's basically. Where I see Connor, I see Connor uh, becoming a world, a world, uh, a world top ten contender. Again, they got to be careful because of his lack of experience. I can't overmatch him. Okay, right. Um, what's that kid's name, Sergio? That um, that box kill Brook. Well, kill Brook won the world title, and he. Um, I. And, I- and, and he boxed I cannot for the life of me. Yeah, and, yeah. and, he, and he boxed Errol Spence as well. They went down. They had a hard fight. Errol Spence. He does all the. He does all the uh, TV. And he's a TV analyst for PBC. Yeah, no, I know what you're talking. I just cannot for the life of me remember his name. It's, it's so. from Ohio. It's from yeah. former former world champion. This guy. Former. Oh my word. What's his name now, man? Very very durable kid. Very durable kid, man. Okay, they want to put him in. They wanted to put him in with this young man. It's going to come to me in a minute. Okay, um, I, I just, I just strongly, strongly believe that um, for the first time, I heard Eddie Hearn say something that I concurred with him. Okay, let's go to the European level. He said, okay, but Eddie, that's a tough level as well if you're not careful. So don't get this kid knocked off like you got, like you got. Um, what's his name? Um, um, uh, oh my, I'm, 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 we must be getting old, Sergio. We must be getting old. Who's a kid? Who's yeah, a, we we who's a, who's we a passed kid? old a few years ago. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, yeah. What's he like? Like Luke Campbell? Okay, don't get him knocked off like Luke like you did with Luke Campbell, because he because he doesn't have the experience, the amateur experience that Luke Campbell had. Okay, right. And if and if Conor Ben takes takes a loss, it's going to be a savage loss. Okay. And you don't want to do that to the kid at, at the stage. You've got, to let, you've got to leave him alone. You've got to help him. He needs to help. He needs he needs not just the promotion and always oh, with Matchroom, always oh, on Sky, always. Oh, he needs help by not overmatching him, not having great expectations at the level that he's at. Okay, and moulding a future world title contender stroke 
possible world champion. You know what I mean? Because everything with Connor yeah. has got everything with Connor has got to be about timing. It's got to be about timing. And if Donovan George can get you know a world title shot, a world title eliminator, I'm sure I'm sure Connor Ben can do that. Okay, right? And 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 uh, uh, and they can take their time with him and make it and make it happen. Okay, you understand what I mean? So at the end of the day, Absolutely. at the end of the day, you know, it just goes down to not being overexcited about a kid that you saw beat up a good, strong, you know, respectable journeyman that's coming off some meat grinder fights. Okay, right? That. You know, sooner or later, if it wasn't Conor Ben that did that to him, somebody else was going to do that to him, weren't they, Sergio? To Vargas, okay? Yep. Yeah. So, no, absolutely, Mike. So, so and, and Conor Ben does have... Go, yeah, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, Conor, Conor, Conor Ben definitely has a lot of upside, Mike, but yeah, he's far from a finished product. You know? Yeah, so, yeah. We'll so, see. So, maybe, so, so my, yeah, like the, the Euro level is probably perfect for him. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, Euro level, Commonwealth level... British, but against against British fighters, who they can make these fights, okay, right? Because they can get these guys ranked in Commonwealth and British level, and even in the Commonwealth level as well. You know, you've got some African fighters, Sergio, okay, some new, some you know Australian fighters. So you know that that are pretty, they're, they're very tough guys, very 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 tough guys, and, and you've got to be careful. You know, you know. Uh, if you if you remember Sugar Boy Malinga, uh, you remember that guy Sugar Boy Malinga used to come to the UK from nowhere. You used to put a beat in everybody and you used to disappear for five years and come back yeah, after five, five uh, come back after five years. He used to say, "I'm only I'm only thirty years old." The guy might have been fifty. You know what I mean, sir? You know the guy. You know. I always remember that every new hopeful from British, like the Commonwealth and all that boxing. Like, the, for some reason, they would throw him in there with Sugar Boy Malenga, and he would yeah. beat the shit out of him and yeah, disappear, yeah. you know? Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so, 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 I mean, it, it doesn't mean because we say go for the European or Commonwealth that that's a walk through the park. That still needs a lot of, uh, uh, it needs a, 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 a lot of progression, a lot of planning, and, that, and that's what Connor's career is. It's, it's, uh, professional planning his career we know that he's a fan favorite we know that he's got the name okay tv loves him okay right he's got his own viewership now okay so we know he's due to the the way that he fights he's going to be in very very you know uh, exciting fan friendly fights okay so why overmatch him i mean they even said to put him in against josh taylor Okay, right? That's a wrong fight. That's a wrong fight for him. Even though Josh Taylor got stopped in his last fight, that's still the wrong fight for uh, for Conor Ben. And I said that a few a few podcasts ago when they were talking about that fight, and I said no, that's the wrong fight for him. I mean, I mean, you know, possibly now that Josh Taylor's damaged goods, okay. Uh, Bennett can go in there and try and get him out early, but if he doesn't get him out early, this kid Josh Taylor is quite durable, okay, right? So, and he's he's got a ton of experience. So, you know, you've got to be careful. Yeah. Got to be careful with when you've got a guy that's had twenty amateur fights and seventeen pro fights against, you know, let's face it, a level of opposition has, has not been the greatest with, with Connor at the moment, and that, and uh, and I'm not saying that in a bad way. I'm saying that that what else were you supposed to do with him? Okay, you got to give him opponents at the level of the of the stage of where his career is at. Okay, right. So at the end of the day, when you put him in against you know someone like Josh Taylor, who's an ex Olympian, he's got you know two three hundred amateur fights under his belt. Okay, you don't do that. You, why why do you do that? It doesn't make no sense. Leave the kid yeah. alone. Let the kid develop. And I'll tell you, Sergio, if they play it right, and this kid, it's all about timing with Conor Ben, and they get it right, and they um, and he challenges for world title, and he wins it, what a story that would be. You know, what, you know you're know, you talking about multi-millions being made there, okay? So, I mean, you've got to take your time with this yeah. kid. You've got to take your time with him. So, you know. No, absolutely, Mike. Yeah, we wish him well. We'll see what's next for him, Mike. So um, here, before we go, I'll just mention next week. There's not much, Mike. It's slim pickings. I mean, uh, just before we, you start, just before you start, that Sergio, can I? Can I? I'm just going to mention uh, 
a fight on the undercard. Did you see that that, that the bantamweight fight with uh, with the Australian girl and the uh, and the British girl? Okay. Oh my God! Yeah, that was a great fight. Yeah, that Bridges. Was, yeah, Bridges. Um, Bridges. Yeah. Everybody yeah. Bridges and Courtney. Bridges. I mean, that was a great fight. Yeah. Uh, that was. It was. I mean, very exciting, Mike. You know, both of them. Both of them basically have never heard of of defense, which is great. Yeah. You know. I mean, um. Yeah, it was great. It was a brutal fight, Mike. Great fight. Very high level women's boxing. Forget it. Forget I said woman. Very high level boxing. They both were throwing very good yeah, shots, yeah, good yeah. punch combinations. Yeah, it was great, Mike. It, it was it, fun. You it know. was. It was a fun fight. It was it was everything that we've. I mean, I mean, the Australian girl. She reminded me of Rocky Lockridge. I mean, did you see what she said after the fight, yeah. Sergio? I mean, she was hilarious. She goes, "My eyes shut, and it's bigger than my boob." You know, because you know the the, the, yeah, the, 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 the yeah. guy, the girl's got you know a, a pretty big chest again, okay, right? So, and I thought that was hilarious. Jesus I mean, she, Christ! Yeah, 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 yeah that's, she, that's an understatement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So, Basically, uh, Courtney was fighting three people. She was fighting uh, Bridges and her two breasts, you know. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. no, no, great fight. I would love to see a rematch, Mike. I thought that that, was, that fight was, yeah, like, it was a good fight for me to see it again. Let me put it to you that way. Well, I thought, I thought it was a draw, Sergio. I thought that was a draw to team. Yeah. Yeah, and, I mean, I'm not upset with either of them women winning. I just think yeah, a, a, a second fight was appropriate. Yeah, but, um, Yeah, thanks for bringing that up, Mike. That was a great fight. Um, just real quick, Mike, uh, next week, nothing much to talk about. Um, I mean, Demetrius Andre fights, like, I would rather wa- watch hair grow than watch him fight, <laughs> you know, so I'm not even going to get into that. And uh, Regis Prograde's coming back, Mike. I would go into this fight more, but he's fighting Ivan Redcatch. I mean, at this point, I could probably beat Ivan Redcatch, you know. Yeah, but Regis Prograde, Sergio, that's a, that's a yeah, very, 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 very good fighter. Very good fighter. You know what I mean? No, yeah, yeah, Mike. And that's why, that's the only reason why I mentioned him. He does deserve to be mentioned. Unfortunately, the guy he's fighting, I mean, I would be shocked if that fight goes more than six to seven rounds. Oh, like, it would be shocking. You know? No doubt. No doubt uh, about it. No doubt. So, but definitely we'll talk about him more to see how he looked, how Regis looked um, on our next podcast, because I do, I like him. You know, I think he's a very good fighter, and I, I think that he's got he's got a lot left, Mike. He's one of these guys that can definitely be a legitimate world champion and a unified one. So we'll see, and we'll talk more about him next week once we actually see what he what he does to Red Catch. And I just, you know, poor Red Catch, man. I guess he's just cashing in. Good for him, but it's going to be a painful cash-in. Yeah, so, definitely, definitely so on, Yeah, but on that note, Mike, uh, we're going to end it here. So again, everybody, thank you very much for your ongoing support. We appreciate it. We will continue to bring you all the best analysis out there. Once again, we are people that have actually been in the business. It's not just a couple of guys that like boxing, so decided to start a podcast. And we appreciate all of, all of you listening to us. So for Mike Michael, I'm Sergio Martinez, and thanks again for tuning in to Combat Planet.